Oh, it's here. The podcast. Race Nuts podcast. Podcast. Talking about, been talking about it for six months. And then some with... And, and then we spent an hour arguing with the computer. Trying, trying to get, get the microphones to work. Trying to get the microphones to work. And I've got a really squeaky chair, so I do apologise for that. I'm, I'm Ash, by the way. This is the voice of Ash. And I'm Dan. I'm also known as Southie on TikTok and... That's all where my stuff is at the moment. Get the plug in, mate. Get the plug, yeah. Get gotta the get, plug. Gotta get the personal plug in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, last time I checked, it's got more followers than what we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, same to my TikTok, but I, I abandoned my personal content creation ambitions to come here and to race nuts and start oh. that up. And, oh, where yeah. I, where I'm my personal job, I'm just actively talking crap now. Despite the small interruption of the phone call. We've got business to talk, shop to talk, I guess. Excuse me, bye bye. All right, probably oh, was worse. All right, um, you could have just done that quietly. No one would have ever known that happened. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, last events that have been happening, big ones would be uh, Sandown. Um, quite a while ago now, almost two months, I believe. Um, that we did attend, we got into the Blanchard Racing Garage and yeah, we, team we and all good, that. We so. had a good chat with John. Yeah, Rob. John Blanchard and um Scott. Yeah, Scott, Scott the social, PR. Yeah, social media PR operator. He's, prob- he's probably not listening, but shout out to Scott for our blog. Yeah, thank you for to Blanchard Racing for letting us get in and do our thing and you know find our feet doing that. And I thank to Todd Hazelwood for giving us the time. Yeah, Todd for. Given us plenty of time to interview him, and um, yeah, there were some questions in that podcast, uh, in that interview that didn't make it. I don't know why, but I. I'm not afraid to name and shame Ash on the podcast. Yeah. The last question that did not make the edit was <laughs> cat or dog. This was this was something he brought up to me prior to the interview that I initially thought he was a joke. Yeah. Because you had this, you Ash had you had this long. List of questions. Very good questions. I did a lot of research actually. Yeah, and then I read the cat and dog one, and I said, "What's this?" And he said, "Oh, I thought it might be a bit of a fun one." I was like, "Don't ask him that." And then you laughed, and then I was on the I hold the phone. I was holding the phone, so I can't hear what you actually say until we got into the editing room. We saw what our good friend Adam had put together once he was yeah. done editing it, and he said he turned around to you and said, "Oh, by the way, I got rid of the cat and dog question." Which, yeah. to my horror, um, I realise you asked Todd Hazelwood if he had a cat or a dog. No, if he was a cat or a dog person. And for anyone's curiosity, he is a dog person, through and through. They're just better animals, mate. Yes, I suppose, if that's what you want to say. Todd has a superior taste. Yeah. On the note of Todd Hazelwood, though, there's rumours floating that he won't be in a seat next year. We don't know. It's weird. It's, it's, weird, it's weird that he's so he hasn't done like a horrible. Okay, okay, it's hard to tell because he's in a one car team, so you yeah. got no teammate to no, put him up against. No comparison, only the, a wild card that they just ran. Yeah, and even then, Aaron Love, great, great driver, did an awesome job. Pretty much his only faults through the entire Bathurst weekend was putting it in the wall. Yeah, on We're, um in the second qualifying for supercars. Yeah, uh, for oh. Super Two, sorry. Yeah. So it's even then it's hard to tell where he is. I'd I'd be very surprised if he's dropped. But that being said, you guys got Aaron Love knock on the door one one to yeah. come in. So yeah. Well, I know Aaron Love um was in I believe overseas in France or it's somewhere in Europe. He was doing Porsches. He's done there. he's done a lot of Porsche yeah. stuff. So he's spent a lot of a lot of seat time in Porsche. So maybe. And, and very competitive in Porsche. He was a, yeah. he was a name that we reckon with when he did um he did I think at least two years in Porsche Carrera before he um before he's joined um Blanchard Racing to have a Super Two crack. Yeah, and which has done well in and you can really when you watch Aaron Love, especially over Bathurst, it was absolutely on show, was his driving style. You oh, can yeah. see the way he got it didn't fifty mil from the wall. In, in up that in, up in the top of the mountain there, in that Dunlop Super Two car, which is yeah. last year's and Mustang, got, got very similar in the sense of um, got similar to that in the Gen Three car. As similar well. to uh, you feel oh. a bit of hesitation wanting yeah. to ride it because I can imagine 
they're like Blanchard seems to be pretty stretch proof at the moment. Also, yeah. they haven't the, the expansion to card next year. Yeah, and I can imagine they'll be hiring and making arrangements to to suit that. But it seems that they have the people they needed, but also a little bit stretch thin at them. Yeah. The regular teams that really run two cards. Proceed with caution into this venture because they they um. They have always said that it's a part of their five-year plan, um, Blanchard Racing, because obviously they haven't been around for long at all. I believe they were founded in 2016, but they had this um, weird arrangement with BJR. Yeah, it's like their own. It's similar to what we saw with um, ah, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, our mate Aaron's mate. Uh, Phil. Oh, yes, thank you, Phil, Phil. Monday with yep. the Red Twenty Four Milwaukee. Uh, Falcon turned Mustang, which unfortunately fell through due to the COVID pandemic. Oh yeah, run where they they were their own team, but they will run through uh, Tickford. Okay, yeah. So, which I think, ironically, I could be wrong. This is more of a VS Lou thing. I think that actually ended up being the spare car for Blanchard last year. So, oh, okay. not last year, twenty twenty one. I yeah. remember the um. Slade put it in the wall at the Bathurst 500, write it off. Yep. And then I'm pretty sure that they brought what used to be the red 23 car, Mustang driven by Will Davison in 2019, early 2020 until the team went defunct but, uh, during the uh, COVID break. Yeah. And that became their spare car. So the question is, that could be actually the car that Aaron loves driving now. So I know that they didn't have repairing the original Bathurst car. Yeah. But also they only have one of those now. They've sold, they've sold one off, so I don't know which one they sold off. So. That is a good good little spiel. Mate, that's <laughs> that's what happens when you listen to the V8 sleuth like four times a week. You just <laughs> just exhort yeah. that Aaron Noonan level of knowledge. Oh, that would that is knowledge you cannot even fathom now. We've done it. That was it. You know what it was? That was like at the Perkins open night. Mm. Where remember they was talking about um, uh, Will, uh, was that Ambrose or something? Uh, I, I've forgotten it now, but he went on this whole tangent about how the car, <coughs> the car Perkins had a crash with three or four years later, he ended up driving. Maybe Jack ended up driving it, or something like that. I yeah. don't know. He went, remember, he went on this long tangent about it. Yeah. Some do the Simone de Salvestro uh, FGX. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't. I can't remember. He went yeah. on this long tangent about it. Oh, I can't remember much. But um, meeting well in the sense of meeting Larry Perkins, seeing him up close, I guess, and on on show, um, he's a pretty lax dude. Very lax. I was long before our time, but he's always seemed like a, a very says what he wants. And like yeah. even with, um, you know, a lot of people don't want to bring up Rocky with sort of the darker thing with the polarizer and all that because he's such a huge part of the sport. And I guess yeah, no one likes to, to punch down on a bloke that isn't here to defend himself. Yeah. He wasn't afraid to say what he wanted to say about the oh, polarizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they definitely grew up in a different time and um, you can see that they – it's when um Aaron Sleuth, Aaron Sleuth, Aaron Noonan held his V8 Sleuth night at Tickford, and then with Larry Perkins at the Tickford night, we actually um they had all four drivers, so James Courtney, Declan Fraser, Cam Waters, and off the top of my brain, I'm missing one card. Oh, Thomas Randall. There you go. Um, Thomas <laughs> Your Randall. mate. Yeah, my mate. I've literally got a photo of him, but, you know, is what it is. Um, fangirl for him. Hey, that's a good effort to name four drivers at the top of my head. Um, you could see that, especially after seeing the way Larry Perkins talked and, you know, held himself, I guess, you could see how media-trained people are now. The drivers. Oh, it's yeah. insane. But those are so much relaxed in a way. So I was talking to, I think I might be talking to Will, I not 100% sure. I was talking to um, the bloke that um, he obviously works with Vance Loof and all that, but he, yeah. he's often at the um, tents, uh, at the tents selling their books and stuff when they're at yeah. events. Yeah. So we're chatting to him on Saturday morning of the 500, and I, I mentioned that uh, I was at the Tickford no, night because yeah. that was a couple of nights prior, and then I mentioned we're going to the um, the Perkins night, 
Yeah. And he was saying about how many people say to him, like, oh, you should record this, you should put it out as a damn podcast. And it, was, it, was a, it just would change the whole vibe mm. of them knowing. So that, I want to make clear, they're not saying anything horrible. They've just been yeah. relaxed and chill. Just and yeah. Corny's been James Corny. There's no other way to go around that. Yeah. But, He's a funny uh, bloke. Funny bloke. But it would just change how much the night would be if there was a camera and a microphone. Yeah. And you know, I was asked, like, I've been keen to go one for years. Yeah. All through COVID, I've just been waiting for one to be in Melbourne. So I've to, I heard about the Bathurst one. It's so excited. Yeah. And I I don't know. I would definitely be as keen, but I don't know if so many people would be keen if they could just wait a week and listen to the podcast. Yeah. No. Or watch on YouTube. Yeah. It's the excitement of like the places that those shows take you and like just the whole atmosphere of it and then you have the super fans of the teams and drivers and now nah, it's really awesome um so that's something that i would say go to for sure oh you, yeah go. Like, love your motorsport in general it's not like a yeah, go to anything aaron noonan touches or the absolute touches because they are they are true fans yeah true blokes to sport yeah and like they, they aren't. Aaron Noonan especially does not come across as biased to any team or anything like that. He is, and when he does these nights, he's not necessarily a journalist either. He's just a bloke having a yarn with the drivers and team owners. He's just got great connections, um, which we hope to get to one day. But um, yeah, no, we we'll get there when we get there. And um, yeah, so at Bathurst there were. Obviously, plenty of people there. The campsites apparently sold out in like 90 minutes. Um, so, hundreds of thousands of people there. I believe around 200,000. 100,000 over the combined four days. Yeah. So, because I remember someone saying that the maps comes out to about 55,000 per day, which is. Oh, yeah. That It's, it's probably right because they're counting multiple people. Like, they can't, what they counted us four times. Yeah. They count the ticket. So, we're, we're 16 yeah. people just between us. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Oh, yeah, but the Grand Prix does the exact same thing. Together. I, mean, yeah. I guess it's hard numbers to get because you will get people that only come Saturday but not Sunday or Sunday and not the rest of the weekend. Yeah. So, but um, before, before we move on to Bathurst, I wanted to point out a little bit on this um strange Blanchard situation. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard one because, so the, the rumour is, and Corny said to media recording this on the um on the Monday prior to Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, Corny said to the media that he's going to have his announcement about his future Ideally, by this weekend, if not during the weekend. Yep. So we're very close. He's very close to a deal. Um, the rumor has been for a long time, especially since the confirmation that Tickford was dropping from two cars, uh, from four cars to two cars, yeah. and that him and Declan Fraser would not be part of that. Yeah. Uh, that shrinking process. That he's going to Blanchard, and that you get stuck with this sort of almost Alpine situation of. A freak of drivers got Aaron Love that's clearly on the level and is only going to get better and better and better. Yeah, you got James Corney who's okay, so now the Saintsman champion. You know, he's in good hand, uh, definitely in the way part of his career, yeah. safe hands. Yeah, and you got um, then you got Todd Hazelwood, which is a hard thing to gauge on him because he's had no one to really compete with throughout yeah. the year, and it's hard to tell is it, is it the lack of because the definitely been a performance drop. Yeah, from last year with Tim Slade to this year with Todd Hazelwood. Yeah, absolutely. But is the is the performance drop from Gen Free and Ford and all the struggles there at parity, or the team struggling to get the head up around their Gen Free car, or is it Todd? You you don't know exactly. So that makes it hard for yeah. you gamble. Do you, do you take a gamble on the rookie? Do you do you tell do you tell Aaron he's going to have another year in Super Two or chilling on the sidelines with a with a co drive? And I, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, I'd be I'd be given Todd another year. Yeah, putting him up against Courtney, then you can see, then you can pull the cards on the table and see what's what, really yeah, going. Yeah, what on. you're working with and all that. Yeah, because they're two totally different teams. Todd's only been in a seat for a few years, if that. Yeah, and Courtney's been around since the dinosaurs. I think I think I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he makes debut. Oh, I came back from Europe. I know we had that big crash. I want to say, okay, you're Googling it. I'm going to take a guess why you're typing. Yeah, I reckon 2005. Well, I have no idea. I'm just saying dinosaurs. Um, 
Oh. <laughs> with oh. the Holden Racing Team in the endurance races, co-driving with Jim Richards. Yeah, that's right, because he almost got Brocky. Oh, yeah, he did yeah. too. He did mention that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah that it was originally going to be Brocky and then that uh, fell apart for some reason. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's been around for almost 20 years. Yeah. He's yeah. been around for 18 years. And we're originally reputation by saying 2010 champion with DJR, car 80. Would you like it? Yeah. Uh, and you'd be correct. <laughs> Once again, I need to go outside. <laughs> Just for, um, I guess, context of Dan's terrifying knowledge of um, V8s and stuff. I bought this mouse pad from the National Racing Museum in Bathurst. And I was like, hey, I just, I just liked it. It was the, a, the mouse pad with nice cards on it coming. It was the mouse part, uh, mouse pad of the start of the Bathurst One Thousand, uh, like cards on yeah. the start line. Yeah. Was and, up turn one. and I said, hey Dan, what, what uses? Just out of pure curiosity, and without blinking, this man told me 2012, I believe. 2011. 2011. Right there we go. 2011. He even remembers to correct me. So. That was terrifying, and then from that moment, we really realised how much he needs to get outside. <laughs> oh, it was it was funny though, but um, do, do it's scary, and we know because we've met many of these lovely people. Mm. I am nothing but an ant. Just <laughs> some of the people that can pull some of these. Not even talking about like professionals, like the the, the VAT oh, yeah, guys. Just hard fans. Just hard fans that can just pull these numbers. Yeah, out of nowhere. No, you're you're low on the totem. Yeah, but you. You terrify me as someone who has only really come into the motorsport world in the last six years yeah. because, you know, I was introduced via Dan to the motorsport world. I taught him racing lines. Yeah, taught me racing lines. I mean, um, I got better than him. But, um, yeah. Those I can't do, mate, teach. There you go. Wise <laughs> words. We'll have to charge you for that. <laughs> uh, right, moving back to Baffer. So yeah. well, this is my second year. I went in 21. Yeah. Which is the whole veteran itself for no time but your first year my first year yeah uh raw thoughts of the event raw thoughts um first of all we were lucky enough to go with very experienced Bathurst um people camp with them so shout out shout out to dan and the boys yeah thank you um so thank you for that um my raw thoughts my raw thoughts my raw thoughts were first off getting there Love it. It's everything and more you see on the TV. Um, how narrow the track is was one thing because we you drive in via the track. We were we were camping in the paddock. How narrow the track is because TV does not make like just a wide lens on the cameras makes it look so much wider. The racetrack and looks like you could go three cars easily side by side. And at some points, yeah, you could. But there would only be maybe half a meter if that on the. Oh, I think you get three by three easy. Anywhere it's straight, the problem is a lot of yeah. of it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was warned about it, how hilly the place is, and just the elevation up Mount Panorama, unreal. I think it's 1,100 feet, yeah. something. it's something crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to ride a Razor scooter down any of the mountain straights. Yeah. Down Mount Trail or Conrod. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mount. Well, we walked down um, Conrod, like, just from Skyline, and, like, our shins were hurting somehow. It is steep. And we pulled muscles. Yeah, yeah, we just had the that uh, night was recovery. That was after the top ten shootout. But um, now my thoughts were it was great and all, but uh, I've had a lot of people tell me a lot of veterans, fifteen plus years. Mm. So including my um Dan, who we camp with, and his mates, and also some other friends and whatnot, they've all said that the everyone heads up to the top of the mountain for the shootout. It sounds very like a religion almost to go up there and that's how it's done and how it's always been done it's the place to be uh but they as if the atmosphere was just crap compared to other years every time a car would go past in previous years mm. they'd be shouting and you know teams would go well uh fans of holden or fans of ford at the time or fans of nissan or mercedes whoever was racing and in, in the top 10 they would just be shouting as their car went flying by or their team that they supported. But now it's just you could hear a pin drop mm. in that sense. And hearing that made me go, crap, is Bathurst and Supercars in a bit of lick of trouble here? Yeah. So 
that kind of makes me think about it differently. But my raw thoughts are it was really good and I did enjoy it and I would love to go back just for a second spill, but I would love to see supercars bring a bit more to the table too. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's top it there for a second. Do you want to just either bring your mic in towards you or maybe just don't stress too much about talking to me because I know, I'm, I know you're talking to me, but I'm just a little bit worried because we're talking over here. Oh, that's right. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so you're worried about the, the, the atmosphere? Yeah, the atmosphere because I've been told about how good it has been. Yeah. And I, I with did... the whole Gen 3 parody thing, like don't get me wrong, as I said earlier, the campsites booked it, just flew out the window. Yeah. But you now hear about people who have been going for 15-plus years getting real fucking... Um, concerned i guess and just not wanting to return and those are the patrons that and supporters that these categories need the sport yeah i'm not, I'm not as concerned because we're both in that that big um bathurst campus group yeah you're not seeing too many people sell campsites though no and no. i can't imagine there'll be too many people that even like if, oh, i was thinking about the other day if i had if i had one and i saw no i'm done mm. i'd at least be selling it yeah even for that first year just to Make a bit of coin. I'm not 100% yeah. on how it all works, but that would be my plan. Yeah. But um, with Bathurst being looked at to be the open opening for the season next year, 2024 season. As a $500 um, a one. Yeah, as a 500, yep. Um, so that's two times 250-kilometer races. It You might get a better idea. Obviously, nowhere near as many people will come for that no. as they would the 1,000 because the 1,000 is sacred thing yeah <laughs> um yeah it's you might get some more people that use that event as their kind of last straw especially as a season opener at Bathurst and with the wind tunnel testing and all that coming in for gen yeah. 3 oh no, i've got a yeah with all that i don't know well at least it'll be good straight to straight comparison yeah. yeah but um yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not thrilled. I love that first one my heart. I'm not thrilled they're being a 500. Yeah. I understand there's a, okay, Newcastle's, we might as well just bring it up now because it's at the it's, front of it. It's Newcastle's it's dead. Yeah, it's it, It's, it's, I'd be very surprised if it can't back, but if you ignore Albert Park, which is a whole different thing. Yeah. There's only ever been one straight track that's come back from something like Adelaide? this. Adelaide? Yeah, yep. Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. Which is not just once, but twice. So, you know, once after the, the Formula One left and it returned in 99 for the 500. Oh, yeah. So they used the full same track, do they? I think, I, they, I think they got a well, shorter version now. Okay, I think they yeah. cut a couple of corners off just because I think there was a couple of corners that led a little bit more into the city. Yeah, okay. So, so they've just kind of shortened it back a little bit. bit. Yeah. And then I also came back yeah. um, last year after the insane decision to get rid of it. Yeah, and um, when it did come back, actually, uh, at Holden's last race, Brock Feeney got his first race win. So it was, as the last race in a Holden. Yeah, so that was in the main game. That was really unique, actually. I mean, um, they had the one thousand Holdens doing the parade. Yeah, the parade lap, I believe, and like they originally had it at five hundred, and then it bumped yeah, up. I heard a lot 1, about it, but I never made it to the TV. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because oh, I've never seen all these things in parallel about it. Um, because I was they were selling tickets because I was going to have. Some accreditation to drive out yeah, the circuit, and yeah. they were just selling instantly, and hence why they bumped, they added more into it. Yeah, but I guess that's one of those things where yeah, have to be there to see it. Had to be there to see it, and we were watching Larco or something. Yeah, no, they would have. Um, yeah, maybe just uh, the Fox coverage didn't show it or showed a bit of it, or can't quite remember. I, but I feel um, like I've yeah. seen something of it. I don't know. Maybe we're gonna go find it out the podcast. Yeah. So. Just wheeling us back to the Bathurst 1000, we did a Monday poll where you're watching the Bathurst 1000 from, and a lot of people made it out of, there were 1,500 people who had submitted a vote, and 81% of those people were watching it from home, and a lot of comments through the groups and everything that we share and post into a lot of um, people made it very clear that they were watching it from home because it's no longer worth travelling to go see. And we get that a lot with through our um, supercars posts. What, do you I'm, reckon the do you reckon the trend is coming downwards from attending Bathurst? I think it's a vocal minority. 
Yeah. To be honest, like I spend a lot of time trolling through comments and Facebook page. Like you know, I live on it. Mm. You love you love the little dings and sounds and the yeah. lights flashing. <laughs> Fills the endorphins. It's like it tickles your brain. So it's like my version of the pokies when I see we see that we got a like or a comment. Yeah, but I don't know. Just it, mm. we got so many people saying, "Oh, the sport's dead. The sport's dying. This yeah. and that." And there's definitely those people out there, but like how busy Bathurst was. Oh and yeah. How busy the five hundred? The five hundred was so full. Oh, the Sandown 500? Yeah, yeah. there's so many people saying, oh, I don't look that full, trust me. If you were there, you knew there was a lot of people there. Oh, yeah, 100%. It may not have sold out. No. Hello, cat. Just wait, we've got a cat coming through the podcast room. All right. Um. Yeah, no, it was it was bumper to bumper yeah, on right. the Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. And, and I suspect the 500 would be, the LA 500 would be the same way. It won't, it won't like, sell out. I reckon they'll sell out grandstands. Yeah. Might not sell out like the Australian Grand Prix has. Yeah. But I reckon it'll be full. It'll be busy. So especially yeah. because, like, okay, mathematically, I, I saw someone speak out the other day. I think if, if Brock, if, not Brock, if, um, if Brody wins both races this weekend mm-hmm. and SVG finishes 13 for lower up both races, yep. which is not very likely, knowing it, like, likely knowing SVG. Yep. Yeah, um, he tends to. Better yeah. find his way up there. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't start there at the front to start with. Yeah. Minus ice. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe we may not have the ice boxes in this weekend, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, apparently, he can seal it at Gold Coast. But that, let's be real, that's not very that's likely. very far-fetched, given that there's at least, I believe, Chaz is still mathematically Ch- in there. Chaz is still mathematically in there it by would, it would 47 take, points. Yeah, it would take a dumping off Brody, Brock, uh, Will Brown, and well, SVG to even... Yeah, well, the, the fourth one can take off to Brody, uh, Brody, SVG, then followed by Brown and... Um, and Feeney, but Feeney's, Feeney's horror weekend at Bathurst killed any hope of the champion. Oh, with the gear lever issues? Yeah. The, he lo- at the tower, I think? Yeah, was, the tower broke. On yeah. bro- did you see this, but did you see the thing about this? I, I think they said that all Triple Eight cards at least had cracked. Yeah. In but them. How crazy is that? So going back a few months, I think yeah. it might have been for SMP, they swapped, they swapped SVG with the wild card. Yeah. Car, the chassis itself, yeah, because there's something going on there. SVG didn't like, so they swapped it, yeah, and just that's trying to get him comfortable and get something. him comfortable trying yeah. to figure out what's in that it's car. It's been off all year, honestly, yeah, and he's been blaming the car and something. Going, well, this is not a man that does not know there's something not wrong with the car, yeah. So they swapped it, and that's in the work for him. And they kept him, they kept him in that car. So obviously, that was the first car to break SVG's car, which yep. they initially they initially thought, oh, Lounge is apparently renowned for being quite rough on the. On the gears, yeah, and um, so they didn't think anything of it. Oh, was, oh, Lance just pushed it a little bit too hard and snapped. Yeah, and then Brox is gone. Yeah, they didn't tell SVG because no one really tweeted at that point. That was a triple eight thing. Yeah, um, theoretically, if SVG had stayed with that car, it would have broke too because he's. They found like his was also broken. Yeah, like it was starting to break. It was strained at least. Yeah, so, and also that's done. The only races that's done outside the outside of when it came with SVG at SMP, yep. was that besides ride uh, test days for the Sane and Goddard, uh, Lance and Goddard, yeah. all it had done was when Zane Goddard did the free races at Darwin. Yeah. So that little bit less mile- mileage literally saved SVG's Bathurst. SVG's race. Yeah. Wow. It's the, like, the depth of the, all these small things that make up to... Like Bathurst is renowned for you have to just everything has to go right. Yeah, if something right. that does go wrong, you have to be onto it quick, smart. So, like to be able to pull that off is awesome. A lot of people will talk always talk about parity with the Gen Three and stuff. Um, I hope it's just a bump in the road, personally. Oh, I and think it can't is. come twenty twenty four. Will at least be a lot more closer to what was promised. Like they um supercars have released many statements and we, we do see all the comments that come through our page 
if like not eighty percent of the comments we so, see come and from just us, so we see yeah. everything they get posted everywhere else too. Yeah, so when people are always calling it the Chev Cup and whatnot, they they are more than welcome to their opinion and stuff. But let's hope um you know Ford have released statements with all the Ford teams. They've done that a couple of times, I believe. If not, definitely one yeah. time. A one joint press statement. One joint, and then on a couple the of couple of individual kind of ones lurking around and whatnot. Mm. Um, so hopefully next year, once we get all this off season testing done and everything, we have a resemblance of the promises. But I think a lot younger of a crowd is coming into. Yeah, we're, right we're starting to see the changing of the guard. Yeah. And um, so I think they're the people who are really pent up are supercar fans who have been around for ages. And obviously, supercar fans are supercar fans, but we're starting to get a lot more younger traffic coming through. Oh, yeah. As well as, like, it's, I guess the, the conscious memory is so short because yeah. we went through this all mm. a few years ago, 2019, when the Mustangs came in. Yeah. Well, I think in the end they changed a couple of things every day and they put about 30 kilos on the roof. Yeah. And then, okay, love it was Scott McLaughlin was just so good and he was he, not taking nothing away from him. But yeah. There was a lot of races there where there was, I know about the Australian Grand Prix and I think three of those five races were Mustang top five finishes. Yeah. So you do, you have your ups and downs and stuff, but um, yeah, hopefully all this postseason testing comes into play and yes it should have never happened to this extent that is it is where put Ford is pulling their um support cars and stuff out pulling out the um Ford Mustangs that are racing no no but they're they just the... pulling out all the recovery vehicles the safety car and probably some branding around the place I imagine yeah well um, they're, they're pulling all the sponsors and, and in terms of for people that are like we we get this clickbaity stuff every now and then Frankly, none of the major reliable outlets do it too much. Like, I understand yeah. they've got some quotas they need to fill. Yeah, they need to, to hit do it. that engagement. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even if, Ford, okay, let's say tomorrow Ford pulled out everything. Yeah, just absolutely everything. pulled the trigger and there were no Mustangs next year. Well, that's the yeah. thing. There, wouldn't, there would be, unless Ford could pull everything. The only thing that really matters, if there'll be Mustangs on the track or not, yeah. In a worst case scenario, Ford pulls the IP. If Ford pulls their IP and says you can't use the Mustang, then we have trouble. But oh, if yeah. Ford pulled all their money and all their backering and then they're not going to send corporate, they're not going to send people, they're not going to send corporate guests and yeah. all that stuff. All the fancy But they leave the IP. Yeah. you got some muscle rooms, okay, two or three years, build up confidence, they come back. Yeah. As long as they keep the IP there, We've got a sport. Yeah. And you need the supercars' bloodline is manufacturer rivalry. Yeah. It is like that is for a lot of most sports, but you, you know, you have the Toyotas who that's driver against driver, the Toyota Gazoo racing in the, um, and it's left my brain. Um, <laughs> the, I'm not even going to try. But the Toyota series for junior drivers and upcoming the, drivers. The, the spec series. Yeah. yeah the Toyota 86s. Yeah, 86s. There we go. The Toyota 86s. They're, um, that's driver against driver, setup against setup. That is that you, because it, everything is so controlled. But, um, with supercars, you don't necessarily have that. They are, there is a lot of control and they did say parody and, whatnot which we hear more than enough about and we actually don't try to report on it too often because we try to bang that drum drum. and like we will talk about it because it is one thing to talk about but we won't that's why in a lot of our content we don't do that because we can see other outlets doing it and we're just like as because we do race nuts as um fans of motorsport ourselves we we We'll have weekends where we're actually at a racetrack, but we might not make that much content out of it. No. And we will designate just a Sunday race day just to be a fan. Yeah. And, like, so we just want you guys to know that we aren't journalists. We're actually down on the ground with you having a few beers throughout the race day or something. Yeah. And if you see the shirts going around, I'm so good, eh? Yeah. Like, we do have a couple of mates who have got um merch-like shirts, but we aren't selling any products necessarily not, at not, the moment. Not at the moment. Yeah. We're, well. play, we're playing around with some things and having a look. We've got some stuff in the works, 
Um, but yeah, yeah, so it's got different audio files. Yeah. All right. Um, so we'll wheel back to the Bathurst 1000. We asked everyone on the Monday following the weekend, the four day weekend, um, how was your Bathurst experience? So that was the, I guess the, um, that was whether you're at your friends, trackside, at home. Just the, or, just the overall. I yeah. wish there was a way we could sort of ask individually between those on track and those. Because there's two major – the poll's still up. You want to go look at these these yeah. numbers yourself. But no, no, have a vote. It's a little bit late. We won't be looking at it, but yeah. have a vote. <laughs> but there's two that's to go. Yeah, we've got very good or average. Yeah. <clears throat> and a lot of – there's more percent – 34% of people who voted are in the average category. Yeah, average is definitely the winner. Not by much, only by a couple of percentage. Yeah, 5%. 5%. Yeah. But um, I reckon there were people watching. Cause I've watched a lot of Bathurst 1000 and I've been to, luckily, my second one live. Yeah. Um, it seemed a very average race. Yeah. Which which my other one was too. I'll put it, I'll put it on par with 21. Yeah. 21, we didn't say that much. We didn't, I don't think we really saw any big accidents. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't say it had to cover a long time to the kid. No, I was very on par with this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Snip that. <laughs> I was very on par with this, but, um, yeah, I don't know. This, I, don't, I don't feel like the gender, if you look at the race, the raw race itself between competitors, yeah. I don't think the gen free stuff really ruined it that much on track. No. A lot of the one big concern, once again, is um the bigger fuel tanks so less pit stops mm. and the soft tires creating marbles off to the side. Yeah, the so the soft tires was a mistake. Having a crack on the any line that wasn't the racing line would would have just been Bathurst suicide. Mm. You would have just found a wall because you if you've ever walked a racetrack after a race, whether it be motorbikes, whether it be Cars of any sort, F ones, supercars, or just a um big state race series. If you've ever walked the track after the fact, even just any time, you just you can see how big marbles get. And let alone after doing a hundred laps or something, or twenty <laughs> laps with a soft deg tire, oh, it's just I, gonna disappear on you. Apparently, Giz had a big moment through the cutting when like a big piece fell out of the front splitter. Yeah. And he ran over and he had, like, a massive slide. Yeah, it just – because it can – these things, like, they're snowballs. That would mm. be the best way to describe them, like a sausage roll snowball. Mm. Just the shape, like, it, they're – and once they start all – when there's one line like there is at Bathurst, there's not multiple lines. There's no hairpin that creates a multi-line like a Simmons Plains yeah. where you can kind of, you know, take it how you like almost Yeah, to an extent. It just – it really confines you and it doesn't encourage you to put the car in the wall. Yeah. Because if you say you're coming up to Griffin's Bend and you're on the inside on entry, mm. there's going to be marbles there because everyone's on the outside. Everyone's riding their left-hand wheels on that white paint. Yeah. So uh, it – and that's one of the big overtaking spots yeah. at Baffert's. And, and then you look at – oh, yeah, so we didn't see a fight to the M alley because the Erebus didn't take that last opportunity to stop, which um, Van, Bur- Van Gisbergen did, which meant Erebus had to stop a little bit early. Gizzy could extend. Yeah. And that's where that 35-odd second gap came from. Yeah. But you really didn't see anywhere where everyone was close enough to have a crack in the last 30 laps. Yeah. It just it seemed like yeah. everyone was just trying to nurse at home by that point. That, that's what I'm saying. The softs was a mistake. Yeah. Like, the only time that softs really come in to like and look absolutely grand and this is speaking from experience so there would be plenty of other times but at um the 2023 australian rolex grand prix when the supercars were racing there Mm. they had a sprint format like it was about four races or five races four races i think each of them were 100 kilometers yeah so and that's not many laps really really 23 laps yeah so that's yeah 23 odd laps and they had one they had soft tires only i believe and they had to do one pit stop no no sorry soft and hard soft and they had to use both compounds in each um race so the chaos of that race was 
unbelievable. As as, as it was, it was good. Yeah, but it's only good I think because no one expected it. Yeah, and obviously all the teams only second race they use these cars. Yeah, a weekend. Oh yeah. All these teams knew what the tyres were like before keeping it quiet because they thought they had something magical up there. Oh, God, these tyres are going to last forever. We're going to walk away with this. Just yeah. to find out everyone else was having the exact same <laughs> yeah. same effect. Yeah. And, uh, it was That um weekend was mega. We saw a Bob Jane Porsche on its roof. We saw James Courtney's car go up in flames in the bonnet. Per- yeah, and Percat the same. Yeah. Oh, Percat as well. Per- I yeah. think. Percat went, no, no, so yeah, Courtney went first, and that was the big one, yeah. and then Percat went the following day. Yeah, so that was an awesome event. Um, yeah, we've attended a lot of things. We do make a bit of content out there. We meet a lot of people, which is awesome, and people always let you into their garage. If you, You've always got to ask. Always ask, say, hey, you don't mind if I come in and have a look. And as, as a fan, and, you know, they understand that. So they generally let you in, but you just got to make sure you ask. Yeah, and I wouldn't recommend going there prior to a race. Yeah, no. Prior you, to a qualifying, something big going yeah, on. Yeah, check the schedule and, you know, kind of time it somewhat. But um, automatically, you won't be able to do that with supercars. No, you, <laughs> you definitely not Formula One. No. <laughs> if you, you, if you, you want to get, if you get tackled by every member of the security community yeah. in Albert Park, <laughs> just bolt for the F1 but, paddock. But, yeah, go. For, yeah. Not endorsed by us, but uh, I we, mean, we let we us hi- know if you're going to do it. We highly unrecommend it. But let us know if we're get, you're going to do it so we can record it. Yeah. Let us know you're going to do it. Let us know afterwards how does the pavement of our park taste. Yeah. <laughs> Once I've been absolutely spear tackled. Yeah. Like, it's, um, when you say the pavement, it reminds me of um the, the meme of Mark Oh, Marquez. Mark Marquez tasting. <laughs> yeah, tasting the Asheville around the world. Yeah. You know, it was great motorbike driver. It was a great history of everything. And, we, you know, Australia was lucky enough to have him down here over the last weekend at um, the Phillip Island Grand Prix circuit. Unfortunately, we got – well, we didn't attend the actual event itself, but we watched it. So um, – a lot of people felt a bit ripped off when the Sunday was cancelled, but there was nothing you could do about it. Like, I don't know what the gusts of winds were at, but when you're travelling 300 kilometres down to Turn 1 of Phillip Island and you're maybe at most 300 kilos of person and bike, you get a big gust of wind, you're flying. You, yeah, and with the bikes aero. Oh, you just saw, you just saw even with MotoGP, uh, Moto Two, sorry, which they don't have aero. Yeah, they will go. Um, I can't remember the name of the corner, but you know that that next big stopping corner out of Siberia, where you get so. Oh, uh, over Lukey Heights. No, nah, just before no. you hit Lukey Heights, before you start the run. Hay shed. Hay shed. Yep. They'll drop them down like flies through there. Oh and yeah, that, that was the point where they red flagged it. Yeah, you just and they're going. I don't know what the, the speed comparison between Moto Two and Moto GP is, but they'll definitely would be going slower without the aero. Yeah, definitely. So they like, and when we say aero, like you might think it's they're getting more downforce and it, stuff, but like, when you think about a big rear wing in terms of a bike getting a gust of wind on the side of it, it's like a sail. Or even just even just the bike itself in your body, like you don't mm. have a second wheel. To you, like you don't have a lateral wheel to lean on. Yeah, your balance is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And like and, these uh, guys are unbelievably fit to hold that balance the way they do, going yeah. like seventy degrees, sixty degrees in Over, corners, yeah, and stuff. And you get get a gust like that with yeah. a bit of fucking wet track, mm. you're done. I would argue that doing corner and, and uh, turn two, yeah, uh, a seven loop, seven, seven loops. The yeah, but isn't that a gardener corner? Gardener straight. Doing Gardner straight. Oh, gardener straight yeah. doing corner righto. Yeah. Southern loop. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. They're scary enough in a yeah. car in the dry. Oh, I don't want to be on a bike. I don't want to oh, be on yeah. a bike at all. <laughs> yeah. We have never driven the Phillip Island track besides the rental go-karts, the hire carts next to it. In, on the miniature and, version of the circuit. And... One time when I was on the miniature version of the circuit doing the hire carts, it was a little breezy that day. And don't get me wrong, I'm no fitness junkie, but, like, that wind was moving my head. Mm. Like, and my my neck isn't weak, but it 
it still was pressing it. And I was in a high cup, maybe going 50Ks. Uh, even look at, like, um, F1 drivers. You, next time you're watching on board, watch their helmets. Like, they got little nubs there, so their their helmets in the cars can only move, like, three mil each way. Yeah. They're all over the joint. Oh, yeah. Especially when they come through, like, a corner or something where they're changing aero. Yeah. Their heads are just getting knocked around. Oh, yeah. It's amazing the just the forces going through everything in motorsport. And as, as the faster it gets, obviously, the more forces go through it. Um, so it's just saying to really, when you're watching, just kind of look out for it and just, like, appreciate the strength that everyone has to go through with G-forces that are literally going through their body and pulling yeah. them the opposite way. <laughs> 100% though, looking back on the schedule, 100% right call to move the Grand Prix for to Saturday. Oh, the, yeah, the feature race. The feature race. Yeah, known as the feature race through the official channels. Mm. Yeah, no, that was a good call. Get a bang for the buck, I guess, yeah. as much as they could with what they were working with. And, and it showed because like, I know it was wet and windy. But how empty was um was Phil Pyle on Sunday? Oh, it just it was it looked like a big state round. Yeah, with grandstands. Yeah, like, it was crazy. Like we've been to Phillip Island a few times for multiple series. I think we've been, and it's always windy there. It's always windy there, and we've been there for everything but the supercars. Yeah, we've been to the state. We've been speed series. We've been to the GP last year. Yeah, it's just crazy how empty it was. Oh yeah, it's for something so big. Yeah, Saturday was packed, obviously. Killer yeah. weather. Friday probably had near similar numbers, probably lacking a little bit. But oh, we didn't see it for like at least a third, probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So that's the GP covered. Anything else, you? Uh, shout out to uh, Joey Kelso. Oh, yeah. Moto GP podium, uh, Moto 3 podium uh, on the week that he signs a new deal for, for next year. Yep. So he's going to do another year in Moto three. Maybe he might be looking to step up in Moto two. But yeah, boy from Darwin getting it done and in front of the from home Darwin. crowd and from Darwin. Yeah, yeah that's alright. Probably a lot of experience around uh, the, uh, the uh, hidden, hidden valley, valley yeah. hidden valley up there. So yeah, um, I thought it was good to see him get up there first. Um, first podium in Moto three for an Australian at home since uh, Jack Miller in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people will tell you about um, when you talk Grand Prix, supercar events, well, both, really, Australian Grand Prix, whether it's F1 or MotoGP or supercars, any event, and if we ever put a post out, you'll see it everywhere, is the lack of free-to-wear. And now the Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix was free-to-wear by uh, Channel 10. As I have to... As it has to be for anyone who doesn't know, anything christened a marquee event yeah. in Australia has to have a free-to-air showing. So that's, okay. um, that's pretty much anything international big. So MotoGP, Formula 1, Bathurst 1000. Obviously, the AFL, NRL, Grand Finals. Australian Open. Australian Open. Yeah. Pretty much all those have to have. They don't have to be. Uh, they don't have to be locked out of... Um, of um, paid uh, subscriptions, like for some reason, walls, yeah. yeah, for some reason, Foxtel can't show uh, the grand final at the same time. But okay. I think that might be a deal between them and Channel Seven. Yeah, all of those there has to be some free to wear coverage. Yeah, and like we look, we we looked at the Australian Motorcycle Grand Prix TV coverage, the free to air in particular, and it was three hours of coverage each day. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, three hours yeah. of coverage each day. Which would cover the main events, but uh, uh, I was, feel like a lot of people would be left starved after I, that. I was disappointed to say that. We had to make clear. That, that that post you saw about the numbers we're pulling from now, that was pre the schedule change. Yeah. We don't know what it, what it might have changed to post-schedule post change and then Sunday mm. and all that. Yeah. Because it was brought in, uh, Sunday was brought, uh, for, uh, brought forward an hour yeah. after that too. Yeah. Because I saw that that wind was going to get uh, With, yeah, it was coming in yeah. But that's just crap. Yeah, have and three I, hours of coverage. Free to three air. hours of coverage. I don't know what the Grand Prix one's been like. Cause I haven't watched the Grand Prix or free to wear. Yeah. Since twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, I think it was the last one I watched. But yep. that was, a, to my knowledge, there wasn't really much coverage on. They wouldn't show supercars because supercars was Channel Seven. Yeah. So to my knowledge, it would just they'll just be. 
building the grid stuff, and they would have Alan Jones talk about something. They might do an interview with Mark Webber and catch Ricardo for a couple of seconds. Yeah. And it would just be the Formula One. That the Charm team would do a little bit outside, and then what was all MotoGP. Then when the sessions actually started, it would switch to the, the, the world feed that we see on Fox. Yeah. But three hours for such a big event. And, and it's not like. It's, it's not like. Channel 10 doesn't have multiple channels now. Yeah. All these channels, Channel 7, Channel uh, 10, Channel 9. They've all got their own little streaming they've service. Got their own little, with. They've got their own little streaming service. You can yeah. put it on 10 Play like, cha- like Channel 7 does with, 10, with 7 Plus. Yeah. But also you've got, you got Channel 10, you've got, you got Bold, you've got yeah. all these other sub-channels. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, I get you might Okay, you might have some stuff going on you don't want to put that on the main feed. But like yeah. look at Channel 7. Channel 7 does have it live. Yeah. Okay, they might have Sunday on the seven main channel because that's their main thing. You might yeah. have, well, might only have it from, uh, from twelve o'clock to three o'clock. Yeah, but if you have gone uh, seven mate. Yeah, they got the full day, full day on seven mate. Yeah, so I, I could understand with that, but like three hours of coverage that, each day, and and no Friday coverage at all. Yeah, nothing, and like we didn't. Don't get me wrong, we didn't watch it. No. Their, their channel 10 coverage but no, we, we, i can't imagine you because when when we attended the 2022 australian motorcycle grand prix when you watch the racing these guys are nuts oh, these guys are close we, as anything they watch someone break a pelvis yeah like, when you watch the they um had the ocean in 2022 i believe it was the oceana uh junior drivers and but stuff they like were meant to be through. there they um they i think they only meant to race on sunday yeah so I could be I could be wrong. I'll be putting in words. I have heard a rumor because the Australian Superbikes are there next weekend. Okay, yeah. I've heard a rumor they might be trying to see if they can pair them up because they had to pretty much cancel the entire meeting. Once yeah. Major Heavy said that we had some moving stuff around, they've already got so much resources down there already. All yeah. the bikes and stuff would be and would be down there just yeah. be like saying who who can afford the extra week of motel nights. Yeah, no, well that would. So that, that's a rumor I've heard. I don't take me on my word, but it could it could be something that. Thumbs up, yeah. Could be something that could be done, yeah. yeah. Especially that's beauty about bikes; it's so much less that comes with them. Oh yeah, definitely. There's like you see how they travel so, so seamlessly; it's, it's amazing. Um, well, getting on with this, I'm a bit. Is there anything that you wanted to talk uh, up on a positive note? Just trying to think if there's anything. Uh, I'll bring up the US Grand Prix. I know you didn't watch the race live. I did just point out the, I, the luxury. I, I um, was able to afford just listening to it audibly while driving to work. <coughs> Looking back over the weekend overall, we had the sprint yesterday, our time. Uh, nothing really special about it. Nothing really happened. At all, pretty much all, all the the most most thing that happened this weekend was Max didn't make pole because he got a lap deletion on his last lap of qualifying. And Leclerc, uh, Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, and Lewis Hamilton getting disqualified due to the skid plank under their car having more than ten millimeters of wear. Yeah, which is the fear regulations. Like yeah, that's the, every the, single the weekend. Or tolerance. Yeah. And there's they've obviously just put their car a mill or two low. Yeah, and that that would be all it is. It doesn't take much with like for new fans of F one and any motorsport. I you may not realize how many minor millimeter, even less than millimeters, half millimeter adjustments go into these things. Oh yeah, and there's all law behind it like that. If you if you follow back to the rules behind, that's to as I said to stop the cars and run too low. If you go back far enough, that's um that's because of the center accident. Okay, yeah, so that's. While we will never know what caused it, because it's so hard to tell what was damaged and what was caused because it was such a heavy side on yeah, impact. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what was broken, what what broken the impact. Yeah. The running theory is they had such slow. It was sad to go back there with just a normal car, it was off yeah. in a circuit car. Yeah, it was just a road car that you could go out and buy, and maybe they took the back seats out. Yeah. Or saying just weight reducted. Yeah, it wasn't like a specialized because like the it doesn't look like on TV compared to Formula One, but yeah. the the safety cars now they're moving. Oh like yeah, they're, they're absolutely orphan. they're absolutely ascending. They're cutting lap times, <laughs> and that and that's part of that because the, the general belief is that Senna's tire pressure's dropped because he lost heat. Yeah, lost, so complete pace went down and heat just dissipated. Heat, heat dissipated. The tires lost fresh uh, lost pressure. They 
deflated a little. Yeah. Which brought this car that was already on the ground. This is time of ground effect like what we've got now. Yeah. Down up. And the theory is, because Tal Morello, I've definitely butchered that, but we're going with it now. Running. <laughs> running <laughs> hot, mate. Running with it. That was just a sweeping bend. It's not yeah. just kind of what it is now at, at MR. Oh, yeah. And the theory, the theory is that when he, put, when he turned into it, the car bottomed out. And he had no grip, and that, yeah. that's why, because it's such an uncharacteristic crash for him, just, yeah. to, just to fly off like that. So that, yeah. that's the crazy thing about it. People say, oh, this rule, this rule, this rule, the red flag rule, all that. Trust me, there's law behind all this stuff. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's not just come out of nowhere. These <laughs> regulations are from experience. And a lot of people, a lot of stewards, a lot of commentators, a lot of people within these regulatory bodies and within the whole sport, are X drivers. Yeah, they're they are pretty much all X drivers. <laughs> if not, they have an absolute diehard passion. Well, well, that's something, to make it safe. That's circling back to something I was going to yeah. say when you were talking about chatting to people at, at at state events and seeing you get a little bit closer and having a look at the cars and yeah. at events that allow that sort of thing yeah. safely. There's no one in this industry that's here to make money. Like everyone from the commentators and the drivers and the mechanics. Yeah, we're all fans. Yeah, at various levels we well, various levels of bank checks, but <laughs> yeah, some some have deeper pockets than others. But you know, you still show up and I still show up, throw a shirt on, and yeah, give a no, no one here when yeah. something goes by. There's no one here that's there for the money. That's there mm. for oh, I just like to be known. Yeah, like so everyone's got a passion for it. And that's why that's what I love about the sport. Oh yeah, and like when we've talked to a couple people, like um, when we entered Elliot Barber's garage for just to have a chat like they just understood that we had to start somewhere as fans going up a little level not much not we don't want to go too crazy or anything like that we don't want to be sitting up in corporate boxes but uh, by all means if if a team happens to hear yeah. this and invites us we'll, yeah, if we'll someone that no. owns one of the corporate boxes at the um at the Brabham grandstand that would be um greatly appreciated yeah we uh couldn't get ticket Brabham's our corner you know Brabham's like, M- well, Mr Brabham is a yeah. uh, very appreciated amongst us too. Yeah, so well, our corner since well, my corner since twenty nineteen. Unfortunately, yeah. um, <laughs> won't say that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not been an option for us this year, yeah. thanks to the uh, great influx of very passionate fans, and we're happy to see you at the track. But if if some of you people could just leave us a couple of tickets, I can grab them. Yeah. For next year, that'd be that'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, if you don't, fuck, we'll sit on your lap. We don't care. Brabham's a great corner, and we'll always recommend it because um, one thing I was taught early when attending motorsport events was uh, sit sit near a corner at least so you can see the actual cars, especially. I I just had a Ford Ashford. We're talking about Brabham's a horrible place to sit. You won't see anything there. Don't go there. Yeah, go anywhere else, but anywhere else, great place to the Grand Prix. Don't see, go, yeah. go, don't go sit in Brabham. It's overpriced. Spare your tickets, give them to us. That's yeah, it. you won't see any cars turning, yeah. but you don't oh. see that. You won't see them going fast. Go, no, go, go sit anywhere else. The last corner of the race track is the best corner. Yeah, go down that Schumacher Grandstand. Yeah, because you don't want to see all the cars bundled up. They're going slow. And you don't want to see our cycle heads either. Yeah, you'll see us wandering around doing whatever we're doing. Uh, that being said, if you do want to see us wandering around, we'll be up the back <laughs> at the grand at, at the grandstand by the turn, turn 15 and 16, I think it is now, yeah. the chicane. Yep. So we'll be there. Yep. Um, another thing about the Grand Prix, just... Looking way forward to the Australian Grand Prix of 2024. Don't know the sponsor name or anything. Probably oh, Rolex it's going to be Qatar Rolex. Airways. Qatar won't touch us. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. Not, 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 that's not what Qantas will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't tell on screen. Ash, give me the hand signals to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the podcast now. We've done ourselves Gu- in. Guitar, we love you. We would love your sponsorship. Thank you for joining us. Thank, thanks, Guitar. Fly Guitar Airways. We don't know where, but... We're probably just going to kill this whole bit. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> no, nah, leave it in. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Play with fire. Um, so... Bro, if you've made it 50 minutes into our first podcast, we greatly appreciate you yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Like if that would if someone actually did listen this whole way, just 
this absolute bedungled mess. Oh, that's not even a word. That's how much of a mess it is. Bedungled mess that we have created. Then good on you. <laughs> well, before, before uh, last was on like counts fifty minutes. So yeah. do you want do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, because we're, right. we're gonna go to. I've got dinner to eat. I've got yeah. I've got things to do. I've got this to edit. So um yeah no um uh, if you made it this far thanks for having a listen and thanks for the support and um yeah we got a lot of exciting things coming up. So things coming up is the Gold Coast. Uh, Gold Coast country. up next weekend. Yep. Well, a lot of those. We'll do a quick rundown before we leave. Uh, yep. Love and leave you. Uh, so we've got obviously we've got Gold Coast five hundred. Yep. We've in, got. Sorry. Uh, we've got um, the Victorian State Racing at Calder Park. First yes. time uh, most of the returns. That's there. huge. That is a huge thing, huge track. Nostalgic for so many people. It'll be our first time going. We may not get there for full days or anything, but we are hoping oh, to drop well, in. We won't be getting there Saturday, maybe Sunday. Yeah, we're hoping to drop in at least and just get a feel for it because um, that's awesome. I know at the Victoria Motor Racing Championship, they ran a few stock cars for old time's sake, I believe. I don't think they were actually having a race, but they did a parade. Oh, I was talking, yeah, I talking about when, um, yeah, yeah, yep. when they were there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, they just... Um, that was really cool. Didn't yeah. really know that Australia had a... Oh, a, 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 it's a, gra- a great thing. stock car scene. It's a whole thing. We need, um, we need to bundle up um, Brad Jones and ask him about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, I think he won like five championships. He was just unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but we've also got the one of our local motorsports, um, Mud Trials. They're actually going to be announcing their cha- – they've got a presentation night this uh, coming weekend. So – they're going to be announcing their champion, and they hit a lot of milestones this year, actually. And were it was amazing to cut uh, cover their antics, I guess, <laughs> the craziness of it all. Um, that was really cool. Captured some awesome moments. Got some uh, cars up in the air, some photos of a car up in the air. Oh, decked in mud. Yeah, and decked in mud as well. There's a photo of me floating around, absolutely covered in shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> To to be said, when I got home, I was hosed down, <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a word a word of a lie. No, no, um, in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else do we have coming up? Uh, super bikes, as you just said. Oh yeah, Australian super bikes. I believe are there next weekend. Yeah. Uh, we have two more weeks of F1, actually, as well. One being Las Vegas and another one, Mexico, I feel. Four. So we've got Four. we got uh, Mexico, I believe, is next weekend. I'm pulling yep. this all the time in my head. Yep. Check, it, check your dates. Check your local calendars. Uh, <laughs> check check your got, local racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> check, check your local boogies. <laughs> You'll find me down there, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we've got Mexico next weekend. Uh, and then Brazil, so it's a triple header. Yep. Counting the US Grand Prix, yep. and then we get a weekend break, and then Vegas, baby. Vegas, which Ve- oh, Vegas, baby, five, five o'clock Sunday. Oh, because the race, thankfully, the Americans have had some sense of thought of us poor Australians. Yeah, they're running it on a Saturday, Saturday ten, night, yeah, Saturday night at like ten thirty at night. So, yeah. but no. I don't know if you've seen any of the TikToks. Locals, people that live in Vegas. Hate it. <laughs> oh yeah, but they what they've done passion. to the roads. What they've done to the roads. I'll, all the construction. But I'll, I'll try to explain it. A lot of it's like first time. Like they they've redone all the roads. Yeah, I'll try to explain it. Like this is not every year. This is just one the first big year. year. Yeah, and like a lot of things that a lot of content I've seen coming out of um, uh, Vegas locals is like it just looks like they're pushing their luck, getting it done. Like just it it has that feel don't get me wrong i don't have their building schedule in front of me but it just looks like they're pushing a bit of love there oh they're pushing it but like they'll get ten, it done 10 year contract so if you live in vegas pay up or <laughs> let yeah. it live a bit yeah it's going I mean, there for a while is vegas ever quiet probably not never been there myself it's crazy cause like it's known for its reasons it feels like the most appropriate place to run a late like yeah. a very late Saturday night event. Like, we say, no one's sleeping on Saturday night in Vegas anyway. I was going to say, we say late Saturday night, but that's when people are like going to their pre's. They're, they're going for oh, their yeah, pre-drinks and stuff. That's their pre-warm-up over there. <laughs> it does, it, that place, along with New York, does not sleep. The casinos are just running. and yeah, People and, live in New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people just lose their house in Vegas. Right, so we've got a lot of F1 content coming up. Um, not too sure where MotoGP head next. Indonesia. Were they not just there? 
Yes, they work. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we know what's happening here. Oh, where are they? It's somewhere local because I remember them mentioning it. Um, well, they do a lot of regional. So Thailand. Thailand. Off to Thailand. Um, yeah, That's next weekend. Yeah. And then they've got Malaysia and Qatar. Yeah, very good championship fight going on down there. Yeah. So I'm not, not going to pretend who's involved because I don't follow magic. I, I love to. just has this bad fortune of link of syncing up with Formula 1 most of the time. And you're, and you're a bit more Formula 1 dedicated community. Well, I can because I can say most of their names. Well, yeah. that's actually a fair point. When you start to get to the MotoGP world, it's very M- hard. MotoGP, please make another Drive to Survive like show, but make it in English. Yeah. It's, it's, the show's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad, you, but they're all speaking their native languages. They just don't cater to you and you hate that. I just I do enough reading as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it, but it's like I'm, I'm going to finish it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Well, I'll put it this way. It was that poorly received. They cancelled the second season halfway through filming. Yeah. So, yeah. Have yeah. another crack. Do it in English, please. Yeah. All right. So, um, I think off the top of my head, we got a lot of um speedway starting up their seasons. So if you've got a speedway near you, get down to it and uh, let us know how that goes because we're actually looking at going to a couple. This season, the 23 yeah, and 24 anywhere, season. If you're anywhere near Avalon or um, Alexandra, there's a yeah. high chance you might see us. Yeah, it. and if you ever do see us flying around and we've got our jumpers on, it'll be Ash and Dan. If you see another jumper with a different name, there might be one of our mates. If you, I don't know, if you want to harass them, you can. Ask send the dogs out on them. If they ask them with Ash and Dan, if they say no, ask them where we are because they probably will not. Yeah, but we'll be flying around. Um yeah, that's all I've really got to say tonight. Yeah, I think I'll, let's wrap it up, I reckon. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope to hear well, – well, well, hope well, to hear from you guys soon. Well, we hope that you will hear us soon. Whoa. If you, once again, listen, if you listen this far to this absolute shit show. Thank, thank you. you <laughs> and right. you bring up the recording screen on the laptop, and that scares me that's not recording. Well, yeah. thank you thank for listening. You. We might be back later. Next week, we might not. It really depends on how much, yeah, how far this goes. Yeah, well, well, it was pretty fun, so we'll do it again and yeah. Well, or crash and burn, don't know. Right, oh, yeah. Ash, you eat it before we keep going right. for another half hour. Cheers, bye. See.